Today on CityCast Philly, it's officially that time of year for holiday shopping. So today I'm talking to the owner of Philly's oldest Black-owned bookstore about the shop's history and what books she'd recommend as gifts. It's Monday, November 28, 2022. I'm Trinae Nuri, and this is CityCast Philly. Yvonne Blake, you're the owner of Hakeem's Bookstore, which opened in 1959. This is believed to be Philly's oldest Black-owned bookstore. Tell us why your father, Dawood Hakeem, started this business. Because he came across some books by the historian J.A. Rogers, and one of the books was 100 Amazing Facts About the Negro, and the other one was The Five Negro Presidents. And became he became very interested in studying history and learning more about African-American history because nothing was taught to him in school. We were always taught that our history began with slavery, mm-hmm. and these let us know that we had a history and a culture, you know, that was being totally ignored. So that's what started him. He started selling books out of the trunk of his car. He was just that interested and and amazed at the books that he was selling that Mr. Uh, Rogers had written rather. And at that, after that, he decided he wanted to share the knowledge that he had with, with everybody else. So he went from selling books out of the back of his trunk to having a storefront. I mean, what was that like? It wasn't easy because when imagine. he first his first storefront, nobody was interested in books by black people and about black people, including black people. It was mm. something that was rather unheard of. And then the books that he was selling were telling people things that were not being taught in schools or in mainstream bookstores. So he didn't get a lot of support initially. You think people like people were basically pushing back on those concepts and ideas? Yes. Yes, everybody was pushing back on those ideas, but he stuck with it. He knew that he, you know, had something to offer people and he wanted to share the knowledge that he had with other people. So he was able to open his first storefront. I worked in there when I was a little girl. Nobody came in. You know, I don't say nobody, but I mean, we just weren't selling books. And I was only nine or 10 years old. So, you know, and it wasn't something that I was interested in because I was just trying to be a kid. And, you know, he stayed with it. He was able to open a larger store somewhere else in West Philadelphia. And then he opened the store that we're in now. And he had both stores going for a while because it eventually did take off with the civil rights movement and, you know, the black power movement and all those other things. And uh, so then he closed the 60th Street store. He opened this store. And at the time of his death, he also had a store in Atlanta, Georgia. Wow. I mean, it's so funny when you said that, you know, you were nine years old and my love for books and reading also came from my dad as well. He always had a book in his hand and he would drag me to the the library and be like, come on, Trinae, let's go read a book. Um, But, you know, what kind of lessons other than starting your own business, what kind of other lessons did your dad instill in you about books and ownership and things like that? Well, he was very strong on being independent and and self-sufficient. He wasn't able to quit his regular job to just open the store because he had a wife and two children, you know, and he didn't know how things were going to go. So he, he did work for the city of Philadelphia for some time. And then when he finally 
you know, was able to, he quit his job to do this full time. It was very important to him that we were a part of the bookstore, my sister and I. So at different times we worked in the store, but we still weren't so into what he was selling and what he was trying to tell people. You know, he was, he was selling coconut oil and, and talking about natural health and holistic stuff. And if the mainstream isn't doing that, you know, you're thinking, oh, my father's really weird. What is, what is he doing? So it wasn't, of course, until much, much later that I realized the impact of what he started. And unfortunately, he passed away 25 years ago. And, you know, by that time, I realized what was going on here. And, you know, we told him that we would keep the store open as long as we could, you know, after he passed. And, you know, that's what I'm doing here. And you have in the bookstore has been open for 63 years now. A lot has changed in that time. Like you mentioned, the civil rights movement, black power movement, the beginning of the Internet, a global pandemic, buying books from Amazon. How have you and your family managed to keep the doors open for so long? It hasn't been easy. We almost closed a couple of times because at the time that he passed, I had a full-time job. I didn't retire until 2013 from my regular job. So I was trying to run the store and work my job. And we had other things happening. There was a SEPTA-L project in this area and it shut down a lot of stuff. Uh, We were only open at one time, two days a week two days a week. Wow. And I was, it, I was really thinking about closing the store because it was just really getting to be too much. And that was around 2018. And the, one of the local newspapers got a hold of the story that Philly's oldest black bookstore was thinking of closing its doors. And that was a turning point for us. Longtime customers that knew my dad started coming into the store. They were telling me they didn't even know the store was still open because they knew he had passed. Some had moved out of the area, but the response was unbelievable. And we even had people come in, young uh, gentlemen who had unfortunately been incarcerated and said, your father made a big impact on my life. You know, my father started prison mail order. He started shipping the books to the prisons. And I have a customer right now who still comes in and purchases books and said, your dad really helped me through a really bad time in my life. So he was all about teaching African-Americans pride and he was all about education and he was an accountant. So that helped. For him to run the business. That definitely helped. (laughs) He had to do a lot of things on the side. He did income taxes because, you know, this wasn't a million dollar operation and it's still not. But I've been persistent and I've gotten encouragement. And uh, as horrible as the George Floyd murder was, that was also a turning point for us. When uh, George Floyd got murdered, all of a sudden people wanted to read African-American books because our specialty has always been our main focus is books on African-American history, religion, and health. And all of a sudden, all these people from all over the United States suddenly found our bookstore. So we started getting mail orders from all over. And that was like really just amazing. And that was a turning point for us. Then the then COVID came and then I had to shift operations to my house. I was mailing books out of my home. <laughs> Okay, so basically, it's like a full circle moment again. You're kind of selling books, (laughs) um, similar to how your dad did it. Yes. And Yvonne, you're continuing your your father's legacy. And similar to your children are helping you, your grandchildren are helping you maintain the bookstore. How is it working with family? Because I know that sometimes that could be a little uh, (laughs) problematic, too. But how is it? What is it like, you know, getting to work with your family in this legacy? 
Well, my daughter, I have, I just have one daughter and she uh, has a full-time job. So she helps out part-time. And she also worked alongside my father before she went to college and after. So she's a big help to me because as I said, I wasn't here working in the store prior to his, his really getting sick and prior to his passing. You know, I was here in the early years, then I was gone for a long time, but she worked alongside him. So she was able to help me with things. And being younger than me, she's also able to keep me, you know, up to date on things. And then I had a young gentleman come in and he's my volunteer and he's like in his thirties. And he's also helped me to move into the 21st century because, you know, you just have to. And, and he's the piece that makes, helps me connect with young people. That's special. So, okay, let's talk about some books people should be reading this holiday season. Anything new at Hakeem's that we should know? Well, we've just ordered, we're waiting for it to come in, Michelle Obama's book. Oh, Her I books know that's pretty popular. Carry. <laughs> uh, some of the books that I sell, my dad sold years ago, like we came before Columbus, uh, how Europe underdeveloped Africa. If you're looking for like history books uh, and also black labor, white wealth, that's, that's a good topic. And then of course, always the miseducation of the Negro. And, uh, then there's, there's newer books out, but we also, we have Asada, we have, uh, revolutionary suicide with the black Panthers, you know, like I was grown before I knew that the black Panthers were not just this militant group that they did things like start food programs for young, for, for mothers and whatnot. And then I also, what I did was I totally expanded our children's section. You know, I feel it's really important for us to have books that with children in them that look like us. So we have a lot of titles along that way. We have a book called The Genius of Egypt, which is for young boys. We've got a lot of children's titles here. What book are you most excited to read right now? Oh, goodness. I don't have time to read right now. But I haven't yet read The New Jim Crow. That's on my list to read. That's been out for a little while. And... Uh, the from Babylon to Tim Timbuktu. Thank you so much for these recommendations, Yvonne Blake, owner of Hakeem's Bookstore. Thank you so much for being on CityCast Philly. Thank you so much for having me. Hakeem's is located at 210 South 52nd Street in West Philadelphia. Stop in to find books that we talked about today and many more. And here's what else Philly's talking about. According to the Philadelphia Tribune, former municipal court judge James M. DeLeon is running for Philadelphia mayor. The now-retired judge joins a crowded race of other city officials, including former council members Alan Dom, Derek Green, Sherelle Parker, and Maria Quinones-Sanchez, former city controller Rebecca Reinhardt, and grocery store owner Jeff Brown are also running for the city's top job. All are Democrats. The Enterprise Center Community Development Corporation is hosting its first holiday pop-up shop featuring over 30 Black-owned vendors selling art and jewelry, clothing, home decor, and so much more. The pop-up is located at 26 South 52nd Street in West Philly, and it runs until January 15th. Clark Park in West Philly may be getting some new upgrades in the coming years. According to WHYY, 
Friends of Clark Park hired a local design firm to develop plans with funds from City Council member Jamie Gaudier, Friends of Clark Park, and the University City District. Friends of Clark Park wants more community input for the new master plan. There's also an online survey. You can check out their Instagram page for a link at Friends of Clark Park. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. If you enjoyed the show, tell us about your favorite local business. Send us an email at philly at citycast.fm. And subscribe to our morning newsletter. It's called Hey Philly. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye. Bye.